Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze all the films in the DC Cinematic Universe by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Harper, and you can find me on Twitter at HarperWHarris. Welcome back, Harper. Yeah, W. Harris. Back. Great to have you. <laughs> Sweet. Quote, um, unquote, Harper Harris. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Uh, today, we are on minute number 14 of Dawn of Justice. Uh, the minute's going to start out with uh, Lois Lane approaching uh, General, what was it, Aminja? Aminja. Amajog. Amajog. That's like what it Mahjong, is. Like Mahjong, but like Amajog. The game? <laughs> it's not, there's no correlation. <laughs> I learned that, that game from watching the show Chowder. Mahjong. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, the minute's going to end with uh, this very cool sunglasses fellow uh, ripping, quote-unquote, Jimmy Olsen's film to shreds, kind of. He just rips it. His quote-unquote yeah. film. <laughs> Oh, the, oh man, Ooh. we got a quote unquote God, camera. Gotta, you are talking to the right man. <laughs> this gets uh, we get into some conspiracy territory here. You are talking well, to the right man. Yeah, yeah. If you believe in camp trails, listen up, guys. <laughs> no, um, Wake <laughs> up, sheeple. Um, Amajog, played by Sammy Rotibi. Uh, this is like his only thing. Sammy? Yes. What did I say? Is it Sammy? I didn't Sammy. know. Sammy. Sammy. There was a kid that used to live across the street from me. His name was Sammy. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's come he so far. He to be a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. Um, I wrote down that I like how she just goes right into questioning. Just sits down, <laughs> opens his book. Yeah, it's Lois, man. And uh, are you a terrorist? It's, it's pretty damn that, bold. <laughs> it's not like, hi, I'm Lois Lane. I'm here to interview. It's like, hey, are you a terrorist? <laughs> It's not what she's there for, man. She's Lois Lane. She's getting down to it. She is it's, brass tacks. Uh, it's you know, it's one of those things that you just have to ask those people because it's <laughs> so interesting to get their take on things. And you can look at today's politics in America, and we have interviews nowadays that start with, "You consider yourself racist?" Yeah. And you know, it's one of those things where it's like, "No, I'm not racist. I just believe, you know, differently." No melanin in our skin would be nice. And it's like one of those things, <laughs> you know? It. What yeah. if uh, what if this uh, guy wasn't even Amajog? What if this is just some other dude just hanging around and she's like, are you a terrorist? <laughs> like, she didn't even <laughs> ask if he's Amajog. <laughs> she has to ask everybody that she sees. That's the things we didn't see in this movie. She's are you a terrorist? Are you a terrorist? Are you a terrorist? It's like a really bad version of that Are You My Mommy kids book. <laughs> oh, my God, with the ducks. Yeah. Was it a goose? Some kind of bird. Do you bird. not know what we're talking about? I Mark? know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> goose and duck, are they interchangeable? Are they? No. <laughs> two, different, two different birds. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Um, um, what do we got here? Um, she's this woman, this very powerful woman that's sitting in front of us. She's a journalist. Uh, she's a, a journalist woman. and she's not, well, she's not a lady. She's a woman. She's very lady. She's not a lady. She says herself she's not a lady. Yeah. She's a journalist, quote unquote. <laughs> so cool. I, I like yeah. that line. I like her response a lot. It's a it's a great, like, you know, kind of a retort to him. But I kind of wish that he didn't have to ask that line in the first place. Like, it's getting to be such an obnoxious trope. And uh, it seems like especially in, like, action movies and superhero movies where it's like, yeah. Are you, wait, wait, you're the spy or, like, you're who's coming to rescue me? And it's like, all right, come on. Like, I think we're past this. Yeah. <laughs> 
What with not giving women enough credit? Yeah, which, yeah, just I mean, like one making a big deal out of it. Cultural, yeah. It's in yeah. this moment, I guess we can. Just yeah, that's true. I guess chalk it true. up to cultural differences. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I'm, I agree with you. It's it's just overused. Yeah. It needs to stop. It's I'm just gonna... like yo, you know, quit it. But like here, in this sense, like I, I understand what you were going for. I'm gonna keep a tally because this will be uh, Lois Lane's fourth point in her kind of. Uh, well, how'd you say it, Harper? Like her, like quick rhetoric, uh, quick retort, uh, yeah. Kind of like among men when she's talking to them, and they're they're kind of devaluing her, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Lois Lane among men. Yeah. Where's that? Lois book? Lane among men. That's a, that's a, it's like a story of I don't know. She could like, I don't know. It's her autobiography. <laughs> if uh, you you guys can cut this out if it doesn't fit with the minute, but if you're keeping <laughs> if you're keeping tally of something, I would say the thing I was kind of noting when I was watching it: keep tally of every time they note that's wherever the superheroes are fighting that it's abandoned or uh, or that for whatever reason yeah. there's no people there because <laughs> they bring it up like yep. every thirty seconds in the last half of the film. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, so here's here's kind of like my big question. Uh, how far does Lex Luthor's plan go? <laughs> how f- that's a good question because you ha- kind of have to ask how far back does it go? Is that what you're trying to ask, or how far forward? Uh, how far is he willing to go? I think he's had a hand in. So she didn't. She didn't. Unfortunately, Lois Lane did not get this opportunity on her own. You don't think? No, Lex Luthor helped. Yeah, that thing. I agree. I think he saw this quote-unquote terrorist <laughs> and was like, oh, you know what? I can arm this guy mm-hmm. and then I can, I don't know. So he places... Yeah, it's. A, I mean, they're all just chess pieces, man. So how far back yeah. does his plan go? Like, so far. Sheev Palpatine just playing chess. Exactly. With his it's, plan goes as, yeah, it's, yeah. It's absolutely. very Sheev-like. So, <laughs> very mm-hmm. Sheev-like, it's true. So he gets, you know, he says, hey... Lois Lane has an opportunity here. Let's get her there. And then she gets the CIA, or he gets the CIA to be like, hey, you know, you have an opportunity to be here. And then, you know, he plays, he gets the tracker in Jimmy Olsen's fo- like camera, and then he tells KGBs, hey, you're going to get, you're going to find this guy. You can't, come on. God, you're just <laughs> shouting things out, man. No, it's sunglasses, man. Sunglasses. And Jimmy Olsen is just a photographer. What are you talking about? Yeah, tracking? I know what you're talking no one's about. tracking anybody. Oh, it's nobody knows what you're talking about. I'm just saying, man. Yes, Lex Luthor is a very smart human being. Is Lex Luthor even in this movie? I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen the trailers. I haven't seen the cast it's list. Throwing I'm going out into wild point. conspiracy theories here. Yeah, you're saying, crazy, man. Mark. You're a crazy person. <laughs> uh, we we get a line here. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess like the the whole thing with um, uh, Jog, He's he. I, I like his lines of dialogue i know they're right? they're Since very they're, great they're idea fantastic to put subtitles in this yeah um i mean do, uh, what do you have who's paying for the security like who's paying for the drones it's the same question where he just throws it right back at her and like our our obvious answer is well of course it's going to be the u.s but like you know in character in universe you don't know what's going on mm-hmm. I, I well it's it's a shame that it kind of gets cut in half with today's minute and then tomorrow's minute yeah um but i'll go ahead and read what i have so far and um he says what i am because she asked him are you a terrorist he's like i what i am is a man with nothing except a love of my people meaning that um 
in my opinion, this is just a guy that Lex Luthor, sorry, that some guy saw an opportunity and created a plan that started with a guy with who just wanted a simple goal such as that. The U.S. has declared its neutrality in your country's civil war, both in policy and in principle. It's Lois Lane talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he kind of laughs and he says, these pious American fictions spoken like truth. Put stars around that. Yeah. Put stars all around that. Like that is, if you could put that on a t-shirt and slap it on the cover of this movie, <laughs> boom. If you could laughing. slap that on the cover of the the offices of DC Comics, like go for it. Put all that money. I'll pay for them to put the <laughs> damn sign up at the thing. That line speaks truth. Truth. What's the thing? It speaks volumes. volumes? Is that the is that the the phrase that they say? Sure. Sure. It's crazy. Um, you want to dissect it? I want to dissect it. I mean, he's laughing because it's like you really believe the BS that's coming out of your mouth. I mean, you can take it by, you know, these pious American fiction spoken like truth where it's like, okay, that's just normal, like uh, a guy in a foreign country, like a dictator saying that, okay, we're being, as Americans, we're all being told lies by our government. Of course, it's like, you don't really know all the truth. Yeah, it happens with everything. But let's take a step back. Let's, you know, think about what universe we're in, what world we're in, yada, yada. We, as the viewers, and it's always been like this in DC Comics, we've been behind the source wall. We've been the reader. So we, you know, the source. Mm -hmm. So Pious American Fictions is just that. That's comic books. That's, you know, everything. So your Pious American Fictions are spoken like truth. Your Superman comics are all bright and sunny, all all sunny and great. Everything happens. He, you know, he fixes everything at the end. He saves a day. That's what your Superman comics are. This movie is not like this. This Superman in this universe Hmm. is not like this. He is not this truth bringing you know he he may be going for that goal but that's not what he is that's not what the world sees him that's not what in my opinion that's not what Zack Snyder wanted to portray his superman as his hyper realistic superman it's an um, it's a, it's a true it's a fiction it's a pious american fiction you know, and and it, you know the, the word pie is you know religious and all that stuff like that that speaks volumes this as well because superman I've ever is heard the word pious being used yeah so it's you like, usually don't hear in this kind of context. no you don't you attribute that to religion and then you tag that on to you describing superman like that well, like you're doing that you're i'm doing that, that but yeah exactly but you see where i'm coming from i see what you're saying this is why i need a twitter i need to put all these things on there and sh- you know someone needs to be like hey man you're right <laughs> Yo, <Snyder. laughs> we, uh, i mean Let we, me know. we're doing that with man of steel there were some lines of dialogue minute number seven three to be exact but yeah like there were things that that superman said in man of steel where he was like i'm you know it's like he's different, but that doesn't mean he's your enemy. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you have to treat him as such, which like could have been seen as like a, hey, audience, it's not your Superman, but it's okay because that's absolutely still good Superman here. Um, just because he's not the one that you know and love or you're, it's not your version or anything like that. Oh, what the? Out of toner again? Oh, Lois Lane is going to kill me. Hey, does anyone know where we keep the toner cartridges of course everyone knows we keep the toner cartridges in the supply closet the only problem is we're completely out i just checked completely out but i gotta get these articles printed and on perry's desk by monday the latest well you could go to amazon.toolmedia.com and buy the toner from there they definitely get here before monday amazo who amazon.toolmedia.com you can find almost anything on there and it'll get here faster than a speeding bullet and a fraction of what you pay for goes to helping out some podcast called DC Cinematic Minute. Well, that's awesome. 
I'm all about helping others, as you know. <laughs> all right, so Amazon.2OldMedia.com. Well, I better get to it before Superman stirs up another headline. Real quick, I just wrote down, so kind of taking the... the we're doing a bunch of tallies today, but like yeah. another tally about Jimmy Olsen's kind of uh, motives. Uh, his eyes are super shifty in uh, <laughs> this minute, right when she starts questioning um, Amajog, and he's on his knees, and right before he gets up, he like has like this paranoid, like shifting eyes moment. And um, I just found it very compelling to me because it, it just seemed like such a, I don't know, like, like what are you up to, man? Like one of those things. And uh, like we, I don't know, for those who are watching or following along, you can look at it. It's about minute 18 or second, 18 seconds in. In minute 14. And uh, yeah, 18 seconds in. And he is just, he's, he's plotting something, you know? And, scheming man yeah it's one of the things that we discovered in man of steel is like the, the when they direct some of these actors like the facial expressions mm-hmm. and non-verbal excels superior in, in in the last film and i think it carries on over to this film oh yeah there's a lot that when characters don't have a lot of lines of dialogue like a certain character in this film it's the facial expressions that kind of sell it you know or you know i find a lot of good things in the non-verbal but that was it for me. <laughs> and that's the kind of thing you notice it watching all. it this closely too. It's like, it's a subtle thing where like, if you're just watching the movie and not really paying that close of attention, you know, you just yeah. kind of, su- you know, maybe subconsciously pick up on it. But I, I, I always just thought it was kind of, not that he was acting shifty or suspicious, but that he's like nervous. Cause I mean, they did just get like kidnapped with black yeah. bags and everything, <laughs> but, but I always took it knowing as what as happens, well. you can, you, you know, you can definitely read that into it. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then still like, I, this you know wall was just broken for me that it was just you know this is jimmy olsen like no he's this is a cia operative like come on that's like that opens up a whole new perspective jimmy olsen yeah um but that is actually i wrote down that it was two very suspense moments happening at the same time because you got a guy who just comes up and grabs your camera like boom boom. like Like right yeah the way he grabs it is just like could he Podcasts like, are just not a good visual medium. Yeah, <laughs> right? it's like we're like doing a bear claw. Doing raptor claws over right. here. <laughs> it's like if you watch the minute, you see how he grabs a camera and just make that hand. But how that. terrifying is that? You ever been in a situation where you know you're guilty of someone and someone's like just on the verge of finding out and you just sit there like, this guy's about to find out that I have this, you know, yeah. I'm hiding something. I, yeah. I mean, usually There's when no I'm carrying around a tracker it. around, that's how I feel. When I'm all the time, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I'm when I'm carrying a secret, secret GPS tracker uh, that's flashing and beeping in my pocket, and and I know that everybody knows it. That's definitely how I feel. So I can I can relate to Jimmy Olsen here. What what I what I do think is kind of funny. Um, I like that Jimmy Olsen narrates everything that's happening to him in this scene. That he's like, "That's <laughs> yeah. my camera." No, you're gonna expose the film. Hey, that's my film. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Um it still plays to that character that he's trying to portray of this. He's like, see, I know what how a camera know. works. Uh, <laughs> I know although, what, I know what a lens is. I know how if you expose a film. Although I do find it um my wife's actually a film photographer and even even so I find it pretty ridiculous that a journalist in like Africa in a war-torn part of Africa would bring a film camera and not like a DSLR. <laughs> but actually it seems like it'd be easier to hide 
something in a DSLR where it is just a bunch of like electronics. You could probably hide yeah. a tracker easier there. Like a film camera seems really suspicious. <laughs> Maybe he's I've just not a good CIA like, agent. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, I feel like question. he could have been just like yeah. the. Uh, Yo, who's the bottom of the... Who had the lowest sales this quarter? Send him out on the... Like, that kind of thing. I, I got really complacent about it, but like I'm pretty sure like the first five times I watched this film, I kept asking. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a digital camera. And... It retrofitted and it And then like film. he opens it and pulls out film, and it's like, I don't think that film actually fits in that camera. We looked up uh, <laughs> Lois's camera in Man of Steel. Did we one. look up this one? Nope. No, I don't know what it is. Well, this up. one doesn't have Nikon, you know, printed all over it. So like a million times, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just feel like missed opportunity for Nikon. He could have been in two Superman yeah. movies. <laughs> they must have just been like, well, we want him to find it in the in a roll of film, and it's like, well, that camera doesn't have that. It's like it's okay. Well, no one knows what it is. I don't know. I just felt like. That's not a, why you have a film camera. Yeah, it's who are you? It's pretty weird, and it, it seems to me like a, a pretty good example of of Zack Snyder's like, hey, this would be cool, even if it doesn't make any sense. It'd be cool, so let's do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's probably that's probably true. But hey, man, I'm want to tell you, I breeze right by me. Didn't notice it. Didn't care. Didn't like. Oh yeah, obviously I mean, the tracker. It, it's a, obviously he's gonna have something in the film. Like I don't know. It's just silly. <laughs> I'm just. I got blinders on, man, and I'm like. Oh, I. I mean. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I noticed that. it watching the movie the first time, but looking at it this close, I definitely was thinking about that. Yeah. Now I do. I do like this. I do like this whole tension. I like the tension here. I like the suspense of it all. I like uh, the character, you know, going through and dissecting this camera and. And kind of like for us as an audience, we haven't seen it yet. And it's like, well, what is he getting at? It's what? almost like he knows. Yeah. Like, well, he does know. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Yeah. There you go. Put a star on it because we'll come back to it because this is all a big old setup. But like, it probably is a film camera. And, you know, they, I'm sure photographers still like using film. Um, Maybe dust shows up better on film. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's probably a film camera. I'm sure it's not. Uh, something like oh it's a digital camera but we'll just pretend it has film i don't, I don't i'm just probably just making fun of it but i think me as an audience when i watched it i was like wait people still use film and it was kind of like one of those <laughs> well, things that's probably why um, he has to explain it because kids seeing this movie probably had no idea what that was <laughs> so maybe that's why he has to be like hey you're gonna expose it like that's my film because like you know young younger people watch this movie are probably like what is that <laughs> yeah i never even thought about that Man, that's a reality that we have to face. Isn't that man. crazy? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's upsetting. <laughs> but uh, on that note, yeah, I mean, I like I said, we make fun of the camera all we want, but I, I still, I, I still enjoy it. You know, it's a great. This whole scene, I feel like, yeah, it's a really controversial bit, but I still enjoy it a lot. The whole Nairobi scene. Yeah, especially you know what? I'm growing really fond of the Zamajog guy. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this whole... Is he a terrorist? Hey, man, he's just trying to look out for his people. That's true. Nah, it's not like a sympathetic. <laughs> Sorry, let's, let's, we'll, end, we'll wrap up here. Uh, anything else, guys? Nah, mm-hmm. I'm done. I don't think so. All righty. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you love everything you heard, uh, DCEU Minute on all social media. 
twooldmedia.com is where you find the rest of our shows. If you want to talk about what you liked or what you didn't like about Donna Justice or the minute that we talked about or anything that we missed, like how Jax Herb blew up a bunch of moons in the last film. Yeah. Facebook group, DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. You can join us, some of our past guests, and among all of our other listeners. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.